Hello and welcome to Social Justice Matters, the podcast from Social Justice Ireland. My name is Suzanne Rogers and I am Research and Policy Analyst with Social Justice Ireland. This is a special episode. It's our second special episode about the topic of the Master's Programme in Social Justice and Public Policy that's offered by Social Justice Ireland in conjunction with what was Waterford IT and is now the new Waterford campus of the Southeast Technological University. It is delivered in Dublin City and this episode will take you through the background to it, what you can expect if you're interested in joining the programme. We'll hear from Dr. Paul Clore, who's the programme lead. We'll hear from Dr. Susan Flynn, who's head of the Department of Arts, Dr. Hazel O'Brien from the Department of Arts, Dr. Sean Healy, our own CEO of Social Justice Ireland, and myself in my dual role as recent graduate of the programme. You'll be able to find more details about the programme in the link which is attached to the show notes. We hope you enjoy the episode. Who are joining us because this is recorded um, as well. So you might be joining us through either WIT means, uh, SETU means, or uh, Social Justice Ireland uh, means. And this is uh, an information session on the uh, Social Justice and Public Policy uh, MA uh, offered in association with uh, Social Justice Ireland and uh, WIT and soon to be uh, Southeast Technological University. We're recording this just on the cusp of um, the university being uh, founded. Um, so we're, we're in between uh, names and titles. I uh, just want to welcome everybody on board today. And this is uh, going to give you an overview uh, of the programme and what to expect and also the uh, student experience. Uh, and firstly, uh, we're joined by uh, Dr. Susan Flynn, who is head of Department of Arts, uh, and uh, uh, who's going to offer a, a short welcome and introduction as well. Hi, everyone. You're very welcome to this information session for the MA in Social Justice and Public Policy. So my name is Susan Flynn, and I'm the head of the Department of Arts um, in WIT, where this um, qualification sits. Um, Next week, we're going to become the Southeast Technological Universities. So we'll have a new name, as Paul mentioned. So I myself studied social justice. Um, so I feel quite qualified to testify to the range of possibilities that it offers graduates. I know firsthand how studying social justice can help people to develop critical skills and capacities, which can have a really deep and meaningful impact on the world around us. And the world needs social justice now more than ever. So this is a two-year part-time programme that gives learners an opportunity for understanding meaningful social change and the skills needed to work towards an inclusive society. So while the programme focuses on influencing public policy, it also opens doors to human rights and to social justice and to inclusion, things that have never, ever been more vital in our world. So I just want to thank you and for listening in and welcome you and ask you to stay tuned for all the details. We'll be really happy to welcome you to our institution if you decide to join the programme. And I can highly recommend this institution as a really warm and inclusive and supporting space to study for any postgraduate course. So thanks all and I'll hand you back to Paul. Thanks, Susan, and um, welcome aboard, everyone. So what I'm going to do now is going to start uh, sharing uh, my screen and uh, hopefully people can uh, can see that. Uh, and as uh, Susan mentioned, um, 
there are more than a, a, a couple of, um, there are a number of important aspects to studying social justice. And what I want to talk about at the beginning is really to give you a sense of what happens uh, on this uh, program and what to expect if you are uh, going to uh, uh, study, the, uh, study with us um, and uh, what to expect, particularly in uh, 2022, if you're considering the program uh, for then. As Susan mentioned, um, the, the aim of the MA uh, is to provide an opportunity for students to pursue uh, social justice issues to develop the necessary understanding, the knowledge, the skills and practices needed uh, to engage meaningfully in social change toward a more just and inclusive community and society and world. And in particular, there are uh, I suppose two foci, you might say, two uh, two things that we uh, we focus on uh, in the program. The first is uh, that the, the the program focuses really on the the profound and the inalienable dignity uh, of uh, of the human person. So human dignity, in its different ways, shapes, and forms in which it's realised, um, is an important aim of the program, particularly in how we think about relationships and community, particularly in the recognition of human rights and in the development of inclusive relationships, not only to uh, others, but equally to the self, to institutions uh, and to the environment. But equally, the program is focused on the practicalities of how we realize these ideas. So um, it balances ideas about rights and social justice from a number of different perspectives, alongside how we go about researching and practicing uh, uh, social justice and how we think about these questions in a practical manner. So it equally seeks to form practitioners who will engage with those structures of society that promote or undermine the dignity of people and communities. So it is about, on the one hand, looking at those ideas and uh, theoretical and otherwise that underpin how we think about human dignity and justice, and then at the same time, how we practically go about realizing and uh, dealing with and engaging uh, those issues. We can think about that uh, through the metaphor, for example, of the social contract, of the rights and responsibilities we both uh, give to and expect from the community and the society in which we live in. And in a sense, what uh, one of the things that social justice and thinking about social justice is about is uh, trying to understand those relationships and indeed to understand them uh, in a better sense and to give them a better sense of direction. Um, just in terms of the practicalities, I should say at the beginning that my name is Paul Flaher and I'm the uh, program leader. Um, how we go about doing this and how we go about studying this, it's, it's a wide ranging uh, program. It covers a lot of different uh, issues, um, both practical and theoretical in the field. Uh, but you can see it and understand it perhaps as a balance between, on the one hand, understanding how to uh, uh, different theories of social justice, uh, different theories of rights and also uh, social analysis, and equally balancing that with um, practical and reflective based uh, learning, which we'll talk about a little bit more uh, in a moment. Um, in, uh, in general, the course uh, looks at areas such as social analysis and change, how we go about doing social analysis, looks at the foundations of human rights and theories of justice. It equally looks at more practical questions like how you communicate questions around advocacy, uh, rights and justice. Um, it equally looks at economics and social policy, the intersection and the relationship uh, between uh, the two and areas such as advocacy, um, uh, community organizing and networking. Uh, and areas too like uh, strategic planning uh, for social justice. Um, at the heart of the program is the balance between reflecting on oneself as a practitioner 
and an advocate and an organizer and your place within these things, but equally understanding the foundations of them. So um, the emphasis and the balance uh, goes uh, between uh, both uh, and it's capped off to uh, by uh, a research uh, project at the end. So research, researching these questions and understanding more, more thoroughly is an important part of uh, the, the program as well. Um, as uh, I might have mentioned already, the uh, program is a collaboration with uh, Social Justice Ireland and had a lifespan uh, sometime before uh, it uh, became part of the WIT uh, slash uh, SETU family. Um, but equally, um, for a long time, uh, Waterford and Social Justice Ireland have been uh, collaborating on uh, questions around uh, social justice, quality of life and education. And uh, someone who knows plenty about that and much more is the CEO of Social Justice Ireland, uh, Dr. Sean Healy, who uh, will give us a bit more context on that now. Uh, th thanks, Paul. And um, I suppose what we were doing, uh, just the background, first of all, um, the, this, this uh, master's program uh, originated in an internship within Social Justice Ireland uh, that ran for uh, 10 years. And people used to come and uh, spend a week of every month for a year with us, working away on different, these kinds of topics that you see on the screen right there. Um, but eventually, um, one of the graduates of it actually uh, came back to us to sort of that like he was at that stage developing programs at a university level himself and lecturing. And uh, he kind of argued with us to try and convince us to make it a university program. Anyway, we have found a good home in, in uh, what is now going to be the Southeast University, a technological university, SETU, just to get it. I'm still getting used to the title. But anyway, um, the, there was also a few other things happening uh, that kind of contributed to the development of this. One was that the process of policy making had changed a lot in Ireland. There's a, it, it has gone through a number of different uh, sort of periods of change, really. But what you see very much in policy de de development now, policy making, is that it includes a wide variety of actors. Uh, ranging from politicians to uh, social partners, from civil servants to advocacy groups, from academics and service use to service users and service deliverers and many more. So there's kind of a, a huge engagement in the policy process. And one of the things that uh, is very, very important in that context is to recognize that the policy process uh, is something that basically one needs to understand or one could be spending a lot of time, wasting one's time, uh, trying to impact on it and having no great success. The policy process now involves um, a, a wide range of activities like policy development, and but also decision-making and implementation and monitoring and evaluation, all those kinds of things. Um, and all of those, to do them properly, requires skills their own particular skills. And that's what this program is about as well, uh, communicating those and uh, enabling people or helping people, uh, participants to actually put them into place um, and be able to use these kinds of processes themselves. But it also um, requires people, for the most part anyway, 
to have some kind of awareness of um, the reality. Well, the policy process anyway, it works both locally and nationally. And it's important to be kind of aware that that's there. And the program covers both of those. At a local level, there are things like the public participation networks that uh, a lot of people are part of. A lot of organizations, over 16,000 organizations across the country and are now uh, members, full engaged members in the public participation networks in the 31 local authorities across the country. Um, so there's all, and there's a, a lot of engagement there because the public participation networks are in place specifically to deal with the policy dimension of uh, local authorities, the work that policy, that in policy that local authorities do, and to try to engage all these community and voluntary organizations in that process. But then at a national level as well, uh, there's a, a very substantial engagement uh, of sectors and government engages with employers and trade unions, and they're, they're probably the ones that get the, the most visibility. But the government also engages with farming organizations, with the community and voluntary sector, and uh, with environmental organizations. And, uh, we in Social Justice Ireland would have a huge involvement in that process and a, a, a lot of engagement with a lot of government departments um, and uh, involved in this process. So, and those those issues as that we deal with are kind of those big issues that uh, are up on the screen there now, equality, environment, social justice, human rights, sustainability, human dignity, the economy, jobs, fairness, and so on. But then when you could break that down into detail, and uh, I, I didn't deliberately leave out tax, I just didn't notice it up there in the corner of the, of the, of the map, but I'm sure people are aware that there's a lot of policy issues involved with taxation. So anyway, the, the issue, of course, is that all of those, every one of those topics um, has to be broken down uh, in, uh, so that it can be influenced in different parts of it, because there's a lot of stuff goes on in that space. Um, and it's only proper, we would argue very strongly, it's only proper and right that stakeholders get to have a voice in shaping the decisions that impact on them. And I think more and more in a in the current in the current uh, situation that we find ourselves in in the world, more and more people are insisting that their voices be heard, insisting uh, that they have a say in shaping the decisions that affect upon them. That's basically they're insisting on having a say in the policy process. But if they're going to have a say in the policy process, we would argue very strongly they need to have a clear picture about what that's all about, and. Um, we try to help people to analyze the reality in this program. What is going on? What are the what are what are the facts about a particular situation or a particular topic? And then where that might go? What's possible? Where what's the best type of future uh, for that uh, issue to be if it's to be addressed in a in a way that um, protects the vulnerable, that uh, respects everybody that tries to build a society where everybody has enough to live life with dignity and so on. Uh, and then if, we're, if we have some idea of what the destination is, looks like, how do we get from here to there? So these are the kinds of issues that get dealt with in, um, in some serious, at a serious level in this program. There's another dimension as well that's important, and that is that in the policy process today, there's a lot more dialogue than there used to be. 
There was a time when decisions were made and they were just handed down and people accepted them. That doesn't happen anymore. So if there's going to be dialogue, then there needs to be uh, an awareness of the skills that are involved to make that happen. And I think that we do that very clearly in this program, provide those skills and take people through them. And just another level that sometimes gets omitted, but is very important, is that as well as the local local authority level and the national level where you're dealing with the government and so on, there, um, there's also the European level. And Irish policy making is very tied into the European semester and so on. And uh, what Europe decides has a lot of impact on, on Ireland. And we are seeing that at the moment, for example, in terms of how uh, Ireland is contributing to dealing with the issue of uh, the, the fallout from uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, for example. There are all sorts of things happening in Ireland as a result of that. And um, th there's a lot of e policy issues involved and, um, the, uh, and government is struggling to get to grips with them. Like, let's leave it at that. I don't want to get into a critique of what's going on there uh, in this particular presentation. So. Basically, it, the program provides an opportunity for participants to pursue social justice issues and develop the, to develop the necessary understanding. It's one that Paul was talking about earlier on, uh, which I think is critical. Um, now, um, and so I, I, I think I, I can talk too much, as you know, Paul, only too well from having to put up with me uh, uh, through, the, through the program. But uh, just to say that just Social Justice Ireland makes a, a substantial contribution here, and we see it as a very substantial part of our work. And uh, we're more than happy to engage with the Southeast Technical University, got it right that time, uh, stroke WIT, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to being involved with SETU uh, uh, going forward uh, with, this, with, this, with this program. And with that, I hand it back to you, Paul. You're Thank muted. You, John. I was muted there. That's the uh, a line I had uh, forgotten uh, from uh, 2020. Uh, the line, the the one, of the quoted words of 2020. You're mute. Um, but thank you very much, Sean. And um, just to say at a very practical level and uh, moving moving on to the, the, the practical level, uh, in a sense, the programme is a collaboration between our, our two organisations and is also based um, in uh, Dublin. Um, and uh, classes uh, are, are, are held in Dublin uh, City Centre. And we also share the, uh, the teaching, uh, the teaching load. So in a sense, you're, you're benefiting uh, from both people who work uh, in Social Justice Ireland on a policy basis, on a very uh, practical basis and in communities and, uh, and are very much engaged in the, in the process of policy, wherever that happens and its impacts. And then equally, uh, uh, you're uh, benefiting from um, the humanities and social science um, uh, departments uh, here uh, at, uh, at Waterford and uh, the, uh, the, the different uh, 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 the different foci that we have uh, there also. So that level of collaboration gives you access to a wide span of people and an ability to, from a careers perspective, and that is a convenient segue, from a careers perspective to make an impact in a number of uh, different areas. And we're delighted to be uh, joined by Suzanne Rogers, who works at Social Justice Ireland and uh, was uh, one of those uh, uh, um, uh, I was the the kind um, word I was going to say um, those who were involved in our ex, our first experiment uh, 
uh, <laughs> as uh, uh, in collaboration uh, as uh, WIT and uh, and SGI. Um, and um, Suzanne, you might tell us something about the um, the experience of uh, of uh, the program. I'm going to stop sharing for a moment just for people who are seeing this. It might be a bit distracting to see the slides. So uh, over to you, uh, Suzanne. Thank you. I suppose I, I was the first iteration, wouldn't that be the, the nicest way of putting it, maybe the first outing. Um, I suppose my my relationship with it goes back to All Hallows, that I had been a part time student in All Hallows and I was being, I suppose, groomed slowly into doing this master's in All Hallows. It was a bit like, you know what you should do next? Now, the next thing you should do is the social justice public policy masters and then All Hallows unfortunately closed and that was the end of that. So it was always in the back of my mind, I would have graduated there say 2014. And I think I'm glad I didn't do it then because I wasn't in the right place. So everything happens, I think at, at the right time. So I was very happy to see the course be resurrected again with Ward of IT. The fact that it's Dublin based again, really suited me. The fact that it was part-time really suited me. It is something I think for I think you need to be, maybe have been around the block maybe once it is it it's quite adult so i suppose the fact that it's part-time acknowledges the fact that a lot of people aren't coming into this straight from um straight from a from from a primary degree or if they are that they're working and then trying to fit it in so even the fact that it was one day a month and one afternoon a month or one evening a month with that sort of block of a week every now and then it was doable in between all of the other responsibilities that you have. But it really, I suppose, just to pick up on the stuff that yourself and Sean have said, it provides real skills. And I mean, I'm, I'm testament to that, that everything I learned in the masters, I now use in, in the job that I do. And I would never have gotten the job, and Sean will tell you this, I would never have gotten the job without this particular masters, because it gives you the skills to do that policy work to, differentiate between activism and you know and advocacy and policy and it gives you a language um, and it is balanced as well i often think you know to be called a social justice warrior isn't always a compliment it gives you the impression that you're kind of a you know a woke lefty snowflake um which is, is probably part of it but it, there is that balance to it you know what i mean it's the economics it's the it's the facts it's how europe works it's how government works it's how policy works it's how i mean the budget is a huge piece of social justice ireland's work how the services are resourced how can we impact on that is there a different way of doing things these are all the conversations that we were having in class that do make a difference and again what i liked about it is that it's not it's not siloed. Um, I think you learn as many, much from your colleagues as you do from the lecturers. So having other people working in lots of really different wide areas opens your eyes to how policy impacts pretty much everything you do. I mean, to quote our colleague, Sean, as Colette would say, you can't buy a loaf of bread without that have been, there's policy all over that. Every part of that has policy in it. One thing I would say, though, is when Sandra tells you at the beginning of the two years to keep a reflective journal, please keep your reflective journal because you forget at the end how much your change, how, how changed your thinking actually is. You arrive at the end thinking, well, sure, I always knew this. This is obvious, you know, and it wasn't at the very beginning. So there is there is a journey. It should change you. You're not supposed to be the same person at the end of the two years that you were at the beginning. 
So again, I suppose keeping up with deadlines. But I think that that was the bit that I enjoyed was, you know, being being challenged on your thinking in a safe space, because we do come into it maybe as adults thinking, well, should that's the way it is and should that's the way things are done. And I think the first thing that really blew the top of my mind off was when Sean said, well, if if a health service constantly overspends, does that not just mean it's being underfunded? And you went, oh, yeah. So it completely changed how I looked at it. So I suppose that's another warning as well, is that once you put these glasses on, you see the world in a different way and you can't go back. So just as, as a warning as well, how, how, you, how you view government, how you view policy, how you view the media, but it's supposed to change you. It's a journey that is absolutely supposed to change who you are and how you interact with all these. I mean, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And the fact that it's gotten me a job where I'm sit, you know, I'm paid to sit and read and write and think and talk and learn. So, I mean, two thumbs up because that's all I have. It's just two. If I had more, I'd put them up. So, yes, I think I think anybody you, and you put in what you get out. Yeah. And um, maybe for people who are listening or watching um, that might um, you mentioned the reflective journal mm. and who might uh, be looking at the uh, module listing and seeing a module called reflective practice and wondering what does that involve and does it mean one has to go on placement and all of those practical questions that might flow from that uh, maybe tell us a little bit about your experience of that and maybe what prospective um, learners can uh, can expect there I was very, again, I was, the timing of it was perfect because I had just finished a course with work and reflective practice was an integral part of that. This is a practitioner's course. It's supposed to change how you do your job. It's supposed to change how you interact with policy. So these aren't confessionals. You don't need to get too deep into it, but it's just a thing of, we did a module did it change, you know, how, how it changed your thinking, how it changed your practice, how it changed your, um, again, I presume that a lot of people who will come into this course will be practitioners in some shape or form, but it's just the fact that you you forget how, how you've changed, you forget those tiny little changes that, you know, the, the pebbles got into the pond and the ripples that come out from it. So you forget at the end of the two years when Sandra gives you your assignment, who you were at the beginning. So it's just really, really important just to be jotting down things. Oh, I, I watched I watched the news differently than I normally do. I read the papers differently than I normally do. I interacted in a work situation differently than I normally do. So it's just about taking the time out to think why or how or where what you've learned in the course has changed how you interact um, with policy. And because it's so slow, you don't realize it at the time, but you do need to just keep just even scraps of paper or something like that, something to write it down because I think one or two people kind of got caught. <laughs> even though Sandra told us day one, she told us day one, keep a journal, but it's very important. Yeah, and that idea that we're, we're, we always have assumed notions about what justice means, about what rights are and what we want to achieve and how policy is formed. Uh, and it's important that all those uh, those things can actually go unnoticed um, in terms of how, uh, how how things change and what we take uh, from uh, from things. Um, 
Suzanne, um, thanks very much. Um, you, uh, uh, your people can come come across your work at Social Justice Ireland, uh, uh, particularly in some of the the policy analysis uh, that they do, and uh, uh, and they can uh, they can learn more there. But uh, for now, thanks very much uh, indeed. Um, it's uh, also important to um, to recognise that uh, research plays an important uh, role. Uh, in uh, in in the program, and uh, in particular in the last uh, st stages of the program, uh, and learning how to uh, research policy questions, learning how to uh, explore uh, social uh, justice questions, and doing so in a way that's both grounded and informative, and that can make a difference, is an important uh, part of uh, of uh, the program. Uh, and uh, to learn more about that, uh, there's no one better to ask than uh, Dr. Hazel O'Brien who is the coordinator of uh, research projects on uh, the programme. Uh, Hazel, uh, tell us something about uh, what to expect from um, the research dimension. Well, it's a great day, I think, to be asking me about this because I've just gone through our school ethics committee meeting that reviewed the uh, research projects for the current cohort of students on this program. And they have all successfully navigated their way through that. There's been a lot of talk about skills I think in this webinar which is really important um, in relation to research too and even the likes of developing an ethics application which any researcher will have to do and um, if they go on to work in research or in industry is so important something that people might not have any experience of prior and there's a lot of assumed knowledge when it comes to the likes of um, writing ethics applications and that sort of stuff which has to be taught and um, it's taken for granted that you know it but unless somebody actually shows you uh, it's difficult to gain those skills and that's what we try to do in the research component of the program so we are in our current cohort um, working on our research project the research project uh, ultimately culminates in a 15,000 word document which articulates what the research aims to do how it was done what the findings were and what the significance of those findings might be um, for policy and for other areas. And of course, students are sometimes intimidated at the idea when they walk into the program that ultimately this is what they're working towards. They have this document to submit at the end of their program. But what we aim to do through uh, the research component is to train you for that, to give you the skills that you need in order to be able to complete it. Um, and even at the moment, a student that I'm working on is telling me how fascinated he is that every month it just seems like something new is being completed or something new is being learned that makes him have more confidence and he feels better able to move on to the next few weeks trying to work um, and that's exactly how it should be I think. So in the research project module, myself as the module coordinator oversees the project, uh, I'll assign each student a research supervisor, and then each student works with that supervisor to further develop their research question, to gain ethical approval, and then to carry out the research and write it all up. And so the supervisor and student relationship becomes a really important one. They're there to advise, they're there to oversee, they're there to make sure you're accumulating the skills and the knowledge that you need, and they're there to be a checks and balances system to make sure that you're carrying out your research in a way that is ethical and up to standard. But even before the research project, the program is training you for this moment, so to speak, because before the research project begins, students will undertake a research methods module. And in that module, you'll be taught all about 
how to do research, why to do research, different ways of doing research and get you to do some real in-depth work about how your potential topic might best be researched. Oftentimes students might have an idea in their mind, I might like to research this or that or the other, and they might need some training with regards to what kinds of research methods work best for answering particular types of research questions. And that's what that module really assists students to gain an understanding of. By the end of that module, normally students have a really good grounding in different types of research methods, qualitative, quantitative, mixed methods. They'll be shown case studies that show them how work similar to theirs can be researched on topics in their area. They'll be developing a research plan. They'll have done a critical literature review that will be hugely helpful for the drafting of their research project because they already have a grounding in the existing literature in the topic that they're hoping to study. And so that module that comes before the research project actually really is foundational. It gives the students the skills and the knowledge that they need to be able to be confident to move into the final stage, which is where our current cohort are now. So I, I don't like to always speak for people but on this occasion I think they'd probably agree with me that they're hugely relieved to have navigated their ethical process and where they're at now is they're moving into the data collection stage of their research which normally takes place over the summer of that final semester and then they will be submitting their research um, as, a, as a document at the end of the summer so it's a hugely exciting time uh, it's sort of at the end of your program your other modules are wrapping up and you're finally moving into this really exciting moment in your own independent research project and students are often really exhilarated to be at that stage uh, so that's what uh, potential students for the new cohort have to look forward to this is where we're at at the moment it's very exciting and um and a huge diversity of topics that are available to people as well anything from work culture through yeah absolutely even just considering the the topics that were being examined by the ethics committee this morning we have everything from social protection um measures for parents of children with additional needs to an examination of um, sex worker rights uh, and policy towards worker rights for sex workers, um, to the likes of um, content and media analysis of things like um, domestic or gender-based violence. There's huge scope for projects and the, the relationship that students develop with myself as module coordinator and with their research supervisor means that they are able to have really in-depth one-on-one conversations with staff about how best to come up with a plan to actually research a topic that they're interested in. Great. Um, thank you, Hazel. And um, for anybody listening, you know, use the opportunity and see it as an opportunity to, um, to develop uh, very much and take ownership of um, something that you are interested in, but also be prepared to ask questions of it and, uh, and uh, discover uh, different ways uh, of uh, exploring it and indeed to ask questions uh, of yourself because that uh, that, that element of reflexivity and self-criticism is uh, just as important and just as integral to the research uh, journey. Um, thank you, uh, Hazel, and uh, thanks indeed uh, to everyone. There are just a couple of um, practical uh, matters that I wanted to uh, share with uh, uh, listeners and, and, and viewers um, uh, before, uh, before we close out. Um, and um, I've just, uh, for those viewing, I've uh, just uh, put back up some of the uh, some of the slides. Um, 
just to say that um, on the practical uh, level, um, it's a two-year uh, part-time uh, uh, program. So a lot of it is geared uh, toward, and often the people um, who join the program are already uh, already working, already involved as their practitioners, but you're not necessarily limited by that. You don't have to be uh, necessarily working in any uh, in in uh, uh, in social justice practice uh, uh, to uh, to do this program. It does help, um, but uh, we're we're open to people from a variety uh, of backgrounds. It's a part time program. Um, it roughly takes up about 17 evening and day uh, sessions in Dublin city centre. We currently work at the uh, Carmelite Community Centre in, in, in Inger Street. And, um, but also some of, uh, some of the, the work takes place online, particularly around research um, and uh, research supervision. Um, generally, we try to tailor uh, the timetable um, uh, to suit uh, the, uh, the cohort. Um, so at the moment, the 17 evening and day sessions, we haven't necessarily nailed down what they will look like in the next academic year. Uh, but if you're thinking in general uh, of what the commitment involves, uh, then that's the, that's uh, the, the, the ballpark, um, so to speak. Um, and, um, you know, like we said before, um, it's about uh, developing your your own skills and interests, uh, but also getting the opportunity to uh, to collaborate to work with, to learn from others and to open up uh, not only um, your own interests uh, in questions of justice and policy, uh, but equally perhaps uh, new avenues that uh, you yourself uh, have not yet, uh, not yet thought of. Um, there are some um, practical um, requirements too in terms of entry. Um, generally, we, uh, we, we, we hope to have people from across economics, humanities and social sciences uh, and an, uh, an NFQ honors degree uh, is uh, the, uh, the the basic requirement. Um, we do expect people to have um, some background, but that's not necessarily a deal breaker. We welcome people from a variety uh, of, uh, of environments. Um, if you don't have an level eight qualification, which is what uh, an honors degree is at, um, then the uh, re recognition of prior learning process is open to you. And there's more details about that uh, on the uh, on the website, the Waterford website, as we're calling it uh, by its holding name for now, while we're recording, it will be the uh, Southeast Technological University website um, come uh, the first week of May. Um, and um, equally uh, for uh, people um, who want to get in touch with us, um, uh, my email is pclaher at wit.ie. It will change uh, uh, to a, uh, to a, a, an SETU email very shortly, but um, you can email the WIT address and it will eventually make it through. Uh, and our contact details uh, alongside um, Social Justice Ireland and, and uh, the School of Humanities at WIT are available on the uh, main uh, webpage. The quickest way to get in touch with us is just pop a question on going to um, the Waterford website into the courses, uh, into the MA Social Justice and Public, Public Policy, pop a question in the um, uh, in, in the message box there, or uh, feel free to get in touch with us uh, directly. Um, the uh, fees um, are available on the main website, um, and uh, there is going to be a funding opportunity um, that uh, we have in partnership uh, with uh, our uh, colleagues and friends at ActiveLink, and uh, Sean um, might uh, 
explain just a little of it before we uh, before we wrap up. Um, the um, there are there will be two scholarships available. Um, now they will be they're they're part of the Giancarlo Ramioli Awards. So they're the Giancarlo Ramioli scholarships. Uh, he was a guy involved um, with Active Link uh, for years. He set, set it up originally with Connor Murray, and um, uh, unfortunately uh, he got cancer and died. And they've established this uh, fund uh, in, in his honor, and uh, they have agreed to uh, cover two scholarships to this particular program. The scholarships will cover the full fees and will have a certain amount of. Uh, not huge, but uh, the total amount uh, is is would be worth ten thousand. So if, uh, per per scholarship, um, so uh, that sense that covers the complete fees and provides a little bit of support as well. Um, and uh, th there'll be an application process for that as well. Uh, but obviously, you have to be accepted on the course to get uh, to to get the scholarship. Like you know what I mean. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, there will be information on this available in the next few weeks, both on the Waterford uh, uh, website, the SETU site, as it will be at that time, and also on our own Social Justice Ireland site. Uh, we're very grateful to uh, Conor Murray and Active Link and uh, Giancarlo's wife and so on for their uh, support of this particular programme and for the very generous funding of two scholarships uh, for two participants in the uh, in the program as well so more more information on the way on that so back to you paul thanks sean and uh, just um to say for everybody who's listening or watching in at whatever stage you're watching in uh just uh to uh keep an eye on the waterford uh website um uh, at uh, what will be setu uh very shortly and indeed the social justice ireland uh webpage and uh, uh social media uh handles and all reputable and indeed some disreputable channels uh i say i, I say in jest uh, just in place in case people can't see our faces and they're listening but uh keep an eye on those uh, uh stations for uh, more information um the quickest way to apply is pack.ie that's the national um, application center for uh, all postgrad programs and uh, you can seek it under wd595 um, and you can also apply it uh, apply and get that link directly from um, the waterford website so just go on to uh, what is now wit.ie and what will be setu very shortly and search uh, the course and the link to apply will be there and keep an eye on uh, social justice ireland uh, for details of the funding opportunity, um, and uh, that will be linked to your uh, application. It is a uh, it is a good opportunity, more than a good opportunity, uh, and we hope um, that uh, uh, it will attract some of your interest, no doubt, and uh, others. And uh, we hope too that we might see you and hear from uh, people uh, sometime in the near future, and especially in September. So for now, uh, I'm going to uh, thank everybody who's uh, joined us today. Uh, so. Uh, to uh, Dr. Sean Healy from uh, SJI, uh, uh, to uh, Dr. Hazel O'Brien from the Department of Arts, uh, to Suzanne Rogers, also from SJI, and indeed uh, to Dr. Uh, Susan Flynn, uh, the Head of Department uh, of Arts. And uh, thank you very much uh, for listening and watching. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
And if you have any ideas for future episodes, any conversations that you'd like us to have, please feel free to contact us at secretary at socialjustice.ie. Until next time, stay safe.